how do you deal with the bullshit? <laughs> We're so cute. We are cute. It was totally cute. <laughs> In a world where finding love is just a swipe away, the dating landscape has undergone a radical transformation. Which is cool, but how do you navigate through the intricate web of online dating apps and platforms? How do you navigate through the problematic minefield? How do you weather the storm of complexities? How How do you deal deal with the bullshit? Welcome to this ride we call Dating Through the Bullshit, the podcast that delves deep into the realm of the digital romance and all the interesting stories that come with it. Join your charismatic hosts, Allie D. and Joe B. as we take you on a thrilling journey through the highs and lows of modern dating. Each episode is packed with insightful conversations, captivating stories from our hosts and real people who have embarked on their own dating journeys. Oh, we're on, we're on. So, welcome to episode one. Welcome to episode one, everybody. This is uh, Why the Bullshit, a.k.a. What the Fuck, um, Dating Through the Bullshit. I am here with Joe B, and I'm Ali D. Um, we just want to welcome you. Yeah, that's it. It's gonna be, <laughs> there's going to be some awkwardness because it's our first podcast, first, um, podcast. first episode together. So, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just working the kinks out. Just working saying hello and hi to the people, which is why there are no guests. And we love the kinks. You know, we do. We do. There is no shame. Shout no out to shame. the kink community. Shout out to the kink community. You know what I'm saying? Um, we are, like I said, this is, like, like Ali said, this is dating through the bullshit. This is... Um, this is going to be me saying um a lot, clearly. I just realized I do Yeah, that. a lot. Well, what you're going to hear on this show, well, basically, we're here to tell you in this first episode what you will and won't hear on the show, because the title itself implies a lot. It, it implies a lot, and on this show, you're going to hear a lot. You're going to hear a lot, but there's also some things you're not going to hear. While the show's called Dating through the bullshit it's not going to be us dragging the people no names we're not going to be dragging anybody that we've dated or had any official or unofficial you know relationships or situationships even if it was a brief tete-a-tete you're not going to hear us talking about all of our shit on the street hey this is what so-and-so did and it was crazy blah blah crazy but just in general right like you know experiences yeah 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 so for example if if we bring up an experience that we've had during dating even if it happened um less than a month ago there's a good chance we are going to lie to protect the names of the innocent of the innocent you no know? people were hurt in the dating of this podcast oh making of this podcast even the people that weren't innocent or which, dating yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so even if you were dating and maybe you weren't supposed to be dating that's not going to be for us to say or judge you um we're judging ourselves we're going to be judging ourselves <laughs> so let's go to go ahead and start with a little bit about us and since this podcast was very much my good friend Ali's idea um let's go ahead and put you under the fire under the light first okay um so why doing this podcast i think it was probably more about frustration about getting back out there and not understanding um a lot of the terms now like dating isn't just like you go to a club and find somebody there's a whole like 
technology attached to it. There are apps. You got to have like photos. You have to, you know, people slide in your DMs. Um, all these terms like exclusive, um, just dating to like, what is it? Like play or that just means like we're just hooking up for the night and we don't know each other's names. Like there's all kinds of, of different things that I was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) But I'm like, I am so confused right now. You know, I'm like checking boxes and realizing I'm checking the wrong box because people are responding back to me and, in weird ways, you know, as a girl, you get a lot of um, pics of people's privates, you know. So you'd be like, "Oh, oh, put that in the trash," yeah, you know. I need that. I need that. Yeah, and and you know, I'm just gonna say this: if you are somebody in this world, do not send people a picture of your private parts. If I can like Google you and find your album, don't do that. Yeah, for every, and just FYI, um, anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard this guy talk about how his son helped him hook his iPad to the cloud, told him everything gets sent to the cloud. His son sent um, a classmate he was dating a dick pic and it got uploaded to the family cloud. Yeah, everything goes to the cloud, homie. The thing for every person, for every person that sends a dick pic, there's a recipient that's going to share the picture with a friend of theirs. And that sharing is going to result in laughter. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Google, the Google employees are like sharing all these pictures too. It's, it seems like impossible that they and, can't see our class. And that's interesting. Sorry, and that's interesting. And I get it. We live in a day and age to where it, you know, and I won't say live in a day and age. It's dating has always been catching release. It has, you know, it's like it's like flirting. The game of flirting is never to catch. It's just to go back and forth with each other. It's it, it's it's romantic open chest. You know what I'm saying? With dating, it's never going to be, you know, the, it, it's it's usually not going to want. Not everybody that dates is out there just to get an end result. You're just right. ha- you're just having an experience. And if the experience is good enough that you want to do it again, then fine. And wherever it goes from there is where it goes. Right. Which is why you have to check that box. Casual. Right. So it's like you I have to say, you have to say casual and you have to come up with a better way of developing a connection with someone. Even if it's just going to be casual, you got to develop a better way than just sharing a picture of your privates. Don't get me wrong. If the person you're after or pursuing, whether it wants it, then they'll ask. And that's how you know to send one. Or you but can even, say no. Because yeah. I've said no. Because that's the thing. Because it goes like, to the cloud. You really don't have to send it at all because it's all your discretion. It's all your choice. You don't have to just up and send it because they asked, but like, you know, why do you want to send it? Or what do I have to prove that you need to see it up front? I could see that. I could see, you know, the whole buyer beware thing. Right. But dating in and of itself is, is all a choice. You don't have to send anything you don't want to send. I know for a fact, I'm not going to send anything. Yeah. I'm not sending any pictures because I believe in the cloud. And now that AI exists, no telling what <laughs> they're going to be doing with our pictures. <laughs> and and the funny thing, and we talked about this, as far as, as far as, as far as I'm concerned, I, um, I'm actually, we're going to be, Allie and I, we're both on opposite ends of the dating spectrum. That's what's going to be unique about this show. Whereas, um, 
Whereas I have, I'm feeling like I'm at a slowdown point to where I need to just focus more on me. You know, there's a whole thing of the definition of insanity, Mm. doing the same thing and expecting different results. I have to acknowledge that if I've had too many experiences that are similar, then I have to acknowledge that I've had some duplicity that I've been part of, if not the problem. So regardless, even even taking blame out of the equation, I just need to, to work on my own shit. And will I say no to dating? No, I won't. But you won't see me out there i i can't remember the last time i was even on a dating app mm. yeah. i took myself off the app because i'm it's so confusing i just i i had a very wise person tell me that it is a tool and people seem to use it more like some kind of crazy like food buffet where you're getting like a ton of people all at once and that to me is like really 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 confusing i just it was overwhelming. And so really, I just can only handle like homing in on like one or two people, like giving your personality to like 12 different people who slide into your inbox. You literally have to repeat yourself like 12 times. And it started to get really bad where there's like 40 different people that you forget the conversation that you just had with these 40 people And, you know, some people are just casual. Some people are looking for more than casual. Some people are just sending pictures. Some people are just wanting to, like, oh, no, I just want to, like, chat with you instantly right then and just, you know, rub one out and be done. Like, you know, there's a whole spectrum, I feel, where I was just, I think I'm in the same boat as you is like I'm slowing down, but I'm I I am open to experiencing what that whole love is, but also like just getting to know somebody and and slowly, you know, seeing where it takes you. That journey is for me, you know, an interesting one because, you know, I also had a someone describe it as, you know, vampires coming into your village. You thought everything was cool and you mm-hmm. had some not so cool relationships in the past, which make you have some like kind of trauma response to people who are just really trying to be kind to you or really trying to get to know you. Right. So even in that, I feel like I'm learning myself. Um and I, I mean, that's, I feel like that is everybody. Everybody should be trying to self-improve in this right. whole thing. And if somebody says they're the whole package at the beginning, I just, I just feel like that is. You you don't know. And that's, and this is all why we call the show dating through the bullshit, because there are so many different complexities. I was just thinking this morning about perfection and about how much of a lie it can be. Perfection Mm. is based on your conception of what is flawless right now. But what's going to happen to you tomorrow to change your idea? You come into the dating world thinking, oh, I'm a total catch. I've got everything everybody needs and everything and everything. I'm everything everybody's looking for. But what's going to happen to you tomorrow to change the way you see yourself or to change the way the world sees everything that you are? Interesting. Because things might make you something might happen to you tomorrow. Somebody might see you that you even like that might be like, nah, this is kind of, this is not what I want. And the thing is with dating, I agree with you. It's become a buffet line where people can pick and choose. 
And again, it's called dating through the bullshit and not relationships through the bullshit. And nobody, it's nobody says you have to date with the, with the goal of finding a relationship. But I feel like, and it, I don't think it's been something that's been happening over time. I feel like it's something that social media and a lot of the apps have shed light on that it has, it has been, if it's not a catch and release, it's, it's a buffet line. Like you said, yeah. To where people can pick all the different things that they want and for their own reasons, whether they, they're just not ready for one, they don't have the time or energy or they just don't want to do anything serious. They pick at the different things that they like about this person, that person, right. date them for said reason. And then it just goes its own way. It just goes away because you really didn't want anything serious. Right. Right. And I feel like it's a lot of what we see in the dating world. Well, I mean, that whole buffet line is, you know, traumatizing to some people, <laughs> especially yeah. if you're in the buffet line. So just taking a break, Every once in a while off the apps, I almost feel like is healthy um, for people. But that is my opinion. Some people feel like they can handle a lot of that. But I mean, in this age of I'm trying to do this thing, being real is the new fake. So saying out there that I'm being real, letting people really know who I am and all this stuff like and putting out these images like you like I was saying you have to have a photo you have to you know talk about yourself and of course you're not going to say like I am crazy when you go and date 12 people at one time (laughs) you know that is not what you're putting on your post you're putting up there your best photo trying to put your best foot forward which is you know what we do in I feel like in any dating situation but I do also feel like sometimes that can give you this false sense of um I don't know like you're saying you're the the total package you're putting the total package out there um and somebody who's not willing to kind of get to know some of those drawbacks in you or even able to work with you in those drawbacks that I mean Maybe I I don't know. Maybe I am looking for something a little deeper than, you know, just dating and, and, you know, going out and meeting people. I feel like I can go out and I have, you know, guy friends I could just call and be like, let's go out. Let's hang out. Let's go dance. Let's go do something. And it's not like I need somebody to hang out with. So I almost feel like when you get on these apps or when you go out into the world of dating it's like what is your appetite like what are you looking for are you looking for somebody just to quench your thirst in the moment like you were saying are you looking for something to satisfy and fulfill you do you want to be full when you go out like what what are you looking for and I think having that in the forefront is a little bit more helpful for me um because I, I was, you know, I, I will just say I, I am that girl who like, I feel like I might be clingy, you know, but you know, guys don't like girls that are clingy like that. So actually having to do my shadow work and be like, you know what? He doesn't hit me back every day or, you know, just calls to do occasional check-in and be like, 
hey, how you doing? Just checking on you. Let's go kick it one day or let's go do something. That yeah. is good for me because it also teaches patience. You know, you have stuff that you should be doing in your life. Like it can't revolve around somebody else. Exactly that. Exactly so. that. I feel and and I feel like it's um. overall, it, it just goes back to the experience. What do you want from this experience? And that becomes a question that can only be answered when it, in terms of so, when you're honest with yourself. Yeah, because I feel like, I like, and it's funny you would mention nowadays. You know, you have more people. I remember the first time I was hanging out with some friends at a coffee shop, and one of my friends was talking about how he didn't like the way things went with the with the, with the last man he dated, and he was just like, I just don't know what you know to do. I feel like I want to get back out there, but I don't want to go through any more bullshit. And our mutual friend that that was sitting in between us, you know, someone I hung around with a lot more often, um, she was like, well, you should just go on friend dates for the experience. And I was like, friend dates. Yeah, she, and, and even he said friend dates. What is that? I was like, yeah, it's just when friends go out. I was about to be like, what is that? Like, is when, that? <laughs> like, like when friends go out. I was like, me and she was like, me and Joe go on friend dates all the time. I was like, wait, what? We're friend dating. We're fr- she was like, yes. And she looked at me. She's like, yes, Joe, we go on friend dates often. You mean last Tuesday? Yes. That was, I thought that was just hanging out. That That's a friend date, Joe. You go on dates with each other as friends and have a fun experience together. And I feel like that takes away from the posturing mm. that helps. Well, when you go on a, a quote unquote real date, you're not posturing. You're not trying yeah. to, to say, okay, well, this is how I want to present myself because I found myself doing that. When I'm on my, you know, being on my P's and Q's to to almost an unnecessary level because you want that person to see you. Right. You don't want to be the the quote unquote perfect gentleman. You will. He opened the door. He did this and everything. And I'm not saying that that's anything that'll stop if a woman chooses me because it won't. But when it comes when you think about things like real life stuff, real life stuff, not so much codependency but echoism which is which is me being honest with myself calling myself out something that i've realized that i've been dealing with you 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 put yourself on because you want to have some value and you want to have you 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 put emphasis into you put every effort you can rather into into being of value to this person because you don't see the value in yourself right so you're hoping that they'll just snatch you up no question yes i'll keep you and and you were talking about being clingy, clingy, in my opinion, it's, it can be good and bad. It can be bad if you have issues you haven't dealt with stemming back to before dating and you're just holding on to that person because you, you need love and you deserve love, but deep down you feel like you're unworthy. So you hold on to that person that even acts like they want anything to do with you right? because you're scared they're going to go, but you can be clingy in a good way. If you and this person have like a real connection, you're both honest with each other, you know, you can be clingy in that way. It says, where are you going? Well, I'm going to go too. And if you have a real connection, that person is going to be like, okay, well, come on. If you come and come on, you know, you can, you can, you can be. i tell you, you can't go today. Right. And you can, and in the spirit of self-honesty, you can, if you're honest with yourself and you love yourself enough, you're not going to get bothered by it because your partner is going to give you disclosure as to why you can't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like you can be clingy in that way to where 
like y'all are on the couch snuggled up on each other, you know, and that's cool stuff like that. But when you're clingy in the way where it's like, and what's a good, what's a, what's a good example of bad clingy? Ooh, like when your man or woman is going to like a bachelor or bachelorette party, I feel like that's when people get crazy is like when I understand, like, it's like, if you don't trust them, why even be in that space? Like, cause that's just so much anxiety, which is, that's the self-talk you have to have. Like, oh, I'm not hearing from you 24 hours a day. I don't know where you are 24 hours a yeah. day. I can't understand what you're doing and where you at, what you doing, you know, all this other stuff where I feel like that causes anxiety in you because you're constantly thinking about it. So those are ways where I would feel like that is not a good clingy for me. Right. That is a bad clingy. Right. I went to... It kind of sounds like chingy, but... Um, it, it's, I remember I went to a concert for this artist that was just in town, barely ever came to town. And I was seeing someone at the time and I offered to get them a ticket and they didn't want to go. So I went ahead and went and before the person even got on stage, I had already received X amount of text messages. You know, where are you at? How's the concert? All right. Oh, so it's so good. You can't answer. When are you coming home? Okay. Well, forget it. Fine. He's like, well, you should. And, right. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to look like a villain just because I'm not next to you. Right. I offered you, like you said, I offered a chance. I offered you a chance come to the concert you chose no i respected your decision and i went and it just got to be a, a crazy text exchange back and forth and against my better judgment i just said forget it to end the frustration and i just went i just went back i just went back home told them hey i was at the house and we just met up and chilled right there but in retrospect i should have stood my ground and made it clear hey i'm gonna be here because i've been wanting to go to this show and then just let it yeah. be but that's us learning our self-worth or the echoism that you're mm -hmm. talking about, mm -hmm. which is like knowing your value, knowing your worth, and also knowing that you're going to be okay by yourself, which is right. a hard thing. Nobody likes to be alone, but I mean, there's so much stuff that we need to be doing in this world to, you know, move ourselves forward so that you are prepared for somebody when they want to like hang out with you. So, and yeah, I, and I and I realize that that's the funny thing about echoism. It's like you do stuff for everybody else. You take all the good things you want to happen for yourself and you put it on other people. You work to make it happen for other people. But when it comes to, you no. and even though you don't want to be alone, when you're done doing everything for everybody else, you'll put yourself away. So when as an echoist, if you find yourself with someone who is narcissistic or maybe even codependent, they will see that and they will tap into that. And it just becomes, it seems like a crazy pattern. And it's like, right. I, yeah, that just seems like it would just be exhausting. And, you know, I will just speak for myself. Like, yeah, when people tap into the fact that you're giving, giving, giving to them, and they are not someone who's appreciative or not somebody who realizes your worth and like, whoa, you did something really awesome or amazing because that is my love language is giving. And I feel like 
there's a very thin line between that echoism and then that that whole giving thing because you want to give of yourself you want to you know show them that you really do care because that is your love language but then right. also there can be this resentment if they don't you know reciprocate it and that might not be their love language or if they don't you know i guess if they just keep sucking from you you will you will i mean eventually you run out of energy like you know energy is never right. lost or destroyed <laughs> it just moves right. around so right. how are you replenishing yourself um if it's not coming from a partner that's reciprocal in other ways who you know oh you're giving a lot right now just relax you know chill out you know right. do something for yourself are you doing your own thing you know I feel like that's a good balance. That's a good place to be. There was there was a there was a woman I dated a while back um where in my where I, whereas I was steeped in my echoism at the time, they were whenever I got to doing too much, she would let me know she would let me know in a in a loving way. Mm. She would let me know in a in a I won't say loving because we weren't there yet. She would let me know in a humane way. Humane, yeah. You know, <laughs> showed me grace, which is something we don't give each other a lot of when it comes to dating, and we don't give each other grace because sometimes we date from a place of fear. Love is war, uh, so we date. We date. Sometimes we date from our trench. Fear leads to the dark side. You know what I'm saying? Only Siths deal in absolutes. Oh, she does. <laughs> so it's like. It's, it's, you know, I was like, you know, I want to do this. I want to do this. But it's like, I get what you're saying, but I don't feel like we're there yet. And I can do this myself. I appreciate where your heart's at, but maybe pump the brakes on that and let's do something else. And I appreciated that. Whereas a codependent or a narcissist, and this is just to make it clear. Neither one of us are mental health experts. Nope. Neither one of us are relationship therapists. We shall not be. We both just been through some been shit. Through and we've been through the mud as far as dating is concerned. And thus the title dating through the bullshit. We're not here to tell you how to navigate. We'll give you some of our experiences, let you get your hot take on it. And you know, let get, we'll, we'll have guests come on a number of whom will be professionals. Yes will be those who know a little more than a little bit about the topic at hand. And that's what we're going to be doing for our listeners. But as far as us, this is a sharing our unique experiences. Um, as I said before, the names will be changed. The names and dates will be changed to protect the innocent or not so innocent. Not so innocent. You know, this won't be us running everybody down who's hurt us. This won't be us being in denial of the people that maybe we've heard along the Ooh, way. Maybe they'll grow. Maybe they'll Maybe grow. We'll grow. Maybe we'll grow. That's <laughs> hopefully it. And in a conducive way, in a conducive way. Um, but yeah, this is just us letting you know, hey, it's not just you or letting you know, hey, consider this because every experience teaches you. It teaches you every experience you hear about. I feel like teaches you or reaffirms. Yeah, you are not alone. You are not alone. Apparently, right. this is a thing a lot of people deal with. Or, you know, I feel like we also had some guests that we were thinking of who were actually married. And just mm -hmm. to 
see where they were at or where what their thoughts are because it's just interesting all around to hear just from different types of people people from different places in the world like this is a universal thing you know nobody wants to be by themselves or maybe they do and there's a reason why you know so i mean if you're wanting to be a loner and you're listening to this you know more power to you but you know i i just you know there were times where i felt like nope i can do it all by myself You know, and I almost feel like as a black woman that puts us in this weird space or me in this weird space, not us, but me in the weird space where it's just like, I don't want to do bad all by myself. (laughs) Like, I, I, I feel like I've had to, like, I'm in survival mode and I'd rather not, I'd, I'd rather find somebody, you know, who you can share things with, but then also y'all have your own separate things that I think that's important for me and for probably the partners that we pursue, you know, like that they do their own thing and we both bring our excellence to the table and then see where that goes. But I agree. I feel like, and tell me your take on this. I feel like it's important and it's not revolutionary what I'm about to say. In fact, I feel like it should be, if anything, a standard. If you have any intention of being in a relationship you should never stop just because you become a couple doesn't mean that you should ever stop dating each other Mm, i think that's important i'm gonna have to say i feel like that's why people have date night or they you know because when you have kids or other things that start to life changes you switch jobs um i work in the film industry so our hours are like these 18 hour days and so usually dating people they're like why aren't you contacting me back? Right. And you're like, uh, I think I need to date somebody who understands that right. when I'm like, I'm gone for three weeks or shows that are six months long and you don't see your partner, <laughs> you know, like, or every other weekend, like they have to understand where you're coming from, you know? Right. They, they, they have to have that. Res- you have to respect the other person's situation, especially if you're just, if you wind up, if the two of you wind up dating for more than the experience, You have to realize that you and that person each had your own lives before you met each other. True. And you have to be respective of each other's experience. And and there's a lot we're going to talk to, not just about our own personal experiences, but we're also going to be exploring the entire dating dynamic because there's a whole spectrum out there that has gotten bigger and wider every year because it's not so much that that new ways of dating are being invented it's just that lights being shined on on different different types of people and how they date you know i feel like ai dating is a new way of dating right right not (laughs) oh we were talking earlier about uh there's a there's a there's a there's a instagram i can't even remember the name of the instagram there's an Instagram of an of a of a black woman that somebody created using AI and just started posting pictures of this quote unquote person and it's been getting so many likes and and they they've people have been in this person in this AI's DMs and I'm like that's crazy that mm, that's where I we got are. kicked out of a man's home once because you know I tried to tell him that AI was a tool and it's not a human. Right. So, you know, some people are there already. They're there. They're already in that Blade Runner space. They're there. So there's a <laughs> lot there's a lot we're going to be talking about 
as far as dating is concerned and not just us dating through, uh, um, like, you know, it won't just be me dating through my own cisgendered perspective. It'll be dating through the perspective of the LGBTQA community. Yeah. And, 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 and say, say it one more time. I, I always miss a letter because I'm old. Oh, well, no, because it's just always adding. We were always, it, there's new discoveries. So Life doesn't need your permission. It finds a way. plus, two spirits, all people who love um, learning about pups, learning about the kink community, learning about everything. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, even I'm going to say it, learning AI, like they're, there are reasons why people love in the way that they love, you right. know? So, um, open to hearing everybody's opinions right. and, and perspectives on how they roll through this life is just interesting to me. You know, I, I'm always, always down for a good story. The preferences, the differences, the similarities, all these things are what you're going to hear about. All these things, and most importantly, the bullshit. The bullshit. And how to navigate it, how to deal with what or happened to you in the last one. How, how to, to journal. How to, how to, how to <laughs> journal, yes, advocate journaling. Advocate for yourself. All the time. So it's going to be not just us talking about bad experiences that we've had. Again, we are not going to be railing on anybody. If we bring up an experience that even sounds remotely personal, then all the names and dates and times will be changed to protect the innocent because we're not just here talking about how dating is bullshit because it's not. It's going to be us sharing experiences. Sometimes it'll be us talking about, well, well, hey, this dating experience was bullshit because this happened. And it may not always be the other person's fault. But either way, how do we make it so that we can develop the tools we need to make it so that dating someone else, spending time with someone else, doesn't necessarily turn out to be a bad time and you can have a one-time date with someone that can be great and not have shit to do with them after that Mm. and it's nothing personal and it's okay and i feel like that's the place that i'll eventually find myself back into you know and our time is about to run out so i won't even get into playing the tiny violins on my story uh, matter of fact, we won't be playing a whole lot of tiny violins no on this episode. tiny violins, except for we do know violin players. Yes, and we love all our violin we players. We love all our violin players. You, Go you know Ork Thank you for plucking our heartstrings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Strings! You know, but this is going to be... So this is gonna, this has been our first episode um, on behalf of myself and our fearless leader here at cut and deliver Ali D (laughs) we want to thank you for listening to our very first episode and we ask that you follow us on all the social medias we're getting everything we're on let me see we're on facebook instagram um instagram just hashtag dttbs all caps or lowercase yeah i don't know how the hashtags work i'm old yeah but we're gonna do hashtag dttbs that's it and anybody else if there's anybody else with that hashtag we're gonna work we love you but if (laughs) but if you have a problem with it we're gonna challenge you to a breakdance fight for total supremacy of the hashtag Uh, which i will not be breakdancing we will hire breakdancers to battle yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Support your local union. Support um, your local union. Support your local union. So if we know any unionized breakdancers and we need you to help us fight for the supremacy of the hashtag, we will be tapping you on the shoulder and making sure you get paid a fay work 
there working wage. That's right, actors. Hashtag Boom. union strong. Up in this shit. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Um. <laughs> Stand in solidarity. Boom. That's it. <laughs> you want to close this out, boss? All right, though. I just want to say thanks to all the listeners. This has been amazing with you, Joby. Thank you for coming on this whole journey with me because this has... <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> so it's good to go through it with friends. Um, yes. And that's what I think. And I hope that all of you guys enjoy listening, guys and gals, and 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 whomever non-binary, um, enjoy listening and just going along the journey with us and maybe learn some things or not learn things or, you know, just be entertained. So thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Boop, boop. Dating Through the Bullshit is a production of Sia Rights Media, a subsidiary of Cut and Deliver. Our producers are Yvonne B. and Sia G. Our sound engineer is Phil Ford. And your hosts are Ali D. and Joe B.